Education. If you were watching on the Bud Light live stream last night, we were uh, had a great night out at uh, the Wisconsin State Fair Park and the Budweiser Pavilion. Today, we are at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. I know it doesn't look like it. looks like I'm in a beer tent. You would be correct. We are in what is uh, going to be and is growing to be the sports bar area for the Wisconsin Rally and the hometown rally coming up. Uh, it starts tomorrow, as a matter of fact. Today is setup day, and uh, there is just a lot of activity around me. You're going to probably see people pass behind me and, you know, walking around, moving around and such. But uh, today we are broadcasting live here. And tomorrow, uh, tomorrow is going to be the special one with uh, Mike uh, Wangren from the band Disturbed, along with Jesse James Dupree from the band Jackal. They're both going to be here tomorrow. But uh, today we are out here and uh, for, for a couple of reasons. One is, obviously, this is going to be the landing spot for our motorcycle ride coming up this Sunday. And two, they have been a longtime sponsor of the program. And between them and Bud Light, and they wanted us here, so we dance where they tell us to dance. So not a bad way to go. And if you could sit in a beer tent and do a do your work all day, I think you and I would both agree we would do it. Ben Kenny back in the studio, uh, getting closer to game time for college football kicking off tonight. Ben, how you doing today? I'm great, Bill. It is a beautiful, beautiful Thursday. Uh, had a lot of fun last night. I unfortunately wasn't out there, you know, outdoors with you guys, but it looked beautiful. It's it's one of those Christmas mornings for me. Uh, college football is tonight. <laughs> the uh, You're right. College football kicks off tonight, and you've got uh, some good games on the docket, but it's just the fact that footballs are flying through the air for real uh today and obviously they had week zero last week and you got a taste of it tonight it gets full it gets uh, blown up into full gear uh in the meantime the green bay packers solidifying their schedule or solidifying their roster making their cuts and such we're going to hear from aaron Rodgers, uh, among others today also today is fantasy football day so fantasy football for those of you doing your drafts and such get your fantasy football questions together because coming up in the noon hour today Paul Chargian is going to be joining us and uh, from the guillotine leagues. And if you follow Paul at Chargian, follow, uh, follow him at Paul Chargian over on Twitter. You can uh, hit him up with some questions there as well. Uh, break them up because the Brewers have won two out of three in a series. How about that? Brewers get a win over Pittsburgh. Numerous uh, people, numerous players will say contributing to the victory. And uh, the Brewers, not that, uh, you know, uh, I guess it it throws you into the, uh, the the you know the the furiousness of hope, but at least you figure you know two and a half games back in the wild card, six games still back in the uh, in the division. Not that I think they're going to win the division anytime soon. As we sit here on the I can't even believe today is the first of September, which is just mind boggling to me. But uh, the Brewers get a couple of wins over Pittsburgh. And uh, kudos to them. They, you know, I, I'll say this yesterday. After everything, and now they're off to uh, Arizona. After all the discussion yesterday, it was really interesting because last night, you know, obviously Mike Clemens and I did the huddle show, which is football-oriented. But more people came up to us last night and talked about the Brewers. And in the sense of, you know, do you think that they have, you know, the ability to come back? And, and it's good to see them still have some fight and they're not quitting and, you know, it, we, we've seen games that they have lost by that much, that much. Um, it's not like the team has just laid down. They've had bad moments. I'm not disagreeing with you there. But it's not like they just laid down and everybody quit and they're getting blown out on a nightly basis. They're still fighting. It's just, I think, the hiccup that was, and I'm...
the, you know, the, what do I say, uh, kind of the wind coming out of the sails a little bit, and nobody quit. So for that, um, I will give them all the credit in the world. The guys in the clubhouse still looking like they're doing anything and everything they can to win games. So, um, And we haven't really seen them. We saw emotionless baseball. But I've said it before. I'll say it again. Baseball is a different animal. You can't play off of adrenaline and emotion 95% of the time. You know, if you get a rally going, certainly it becomes big. It becomes emotional. It becomes, you know, energized, adrenalized, if you will. But for the most part, baseball is a one-on-one sport until the ball's put in play. Then it's a team sport. So it's very difficult to get up, if you will, for, for you know, players for baseball because you're standing around until something's activated in your direction, and then the game becomes real. So, uh, but I give the I, I give the team credit. They they have not quit. Um, one other piece of news and note that I found interesting. I got up this morning. I was reading. Uh, ben, did you see about? Uh, deals that get Mercedes-Benz and they're driving around in this $110,000, $120,000 car? I've Did seen, you see this? I've seen some of them throughout the offseason, yeah. I uh, The question I have, and this is, there's a couple of things here. First of all, I thought that the NIL deals were going to be deals in which you saw faces of players around town billboards signings at you know restaurants hotels places of business uh television commercials radio commercials are you seeing any of that yeah i mean braylon allen is up on a billboard for iron jock the uh, brand he represents up on regent street here in madison there is a lot of that but i think across the country all of this giving away of cars and money was happening anyway under the table and now we're just seeing it all happen in front of our eyes i kind of i don't know how much has really changed uh-huh. i just think now it's obviously promoted cuz it's allowed right i i i think that's a great way to put it it's just promoted because it's allowed but they're giving these guys cars that 100 that are 110 120,000 bucks and you know i get it with cars and so you but is the are the dealerships absorbing you know insurance costs maintenance costs you know i would assume that's part of the deal but there's so many questions and uh, you know once this pandora's box the lid kind of came open it didn't it didn't creep open to expose a little light it blew the lid off never to have it put back in the box again and now I mean, you go back, you know, years ago when some of these institutions were being put on probation because a guy was driving a, a, a car from a dealership where he was just using it on a weekly basis or a monthly basis or what have you. Now, it's – I'm sure some of these guys, you know, I'm sure Reggie Bush is going, what the hell? I got in trouble and embarrassed for all of this, and now guys are capitalizing on it. They're getting cars. They're getting nice things. They're getting money. They're just giving them money. And I went through hell because of it. So it's just blown blown the uh, blown the whole thing, blown the whole thing wide open. Wide open. And uh you know, Pac fan says, How is it any different than you driving around in a Cunis RV? First of all, you can't be that stupid. I'm not a college athlete. Secondly, it's because we're trading it for advertising dollars. There's a value specifically to that. Thirdly, I cover the insurance costs, maintenance costs, fuel costs, everything associated with it. 
And fourth, I'm not a kid coming out of high school driving a $120,000 car. And this is being given to guys that some of these guys won't even play the first couple of years. So it's it's apples to oranges. And 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 I'm a working adult. You know, I, I'm don't get me wrong, I'm not saying it's illegal or wrong. I'm saying I there's a lot of questions to all of this within the legality of the NCAA. I'm not governed by the NCAA too. I'm not governed by that at all. And I sit here every day and put a value to the commercial aspect of what it is we do, what the reach is, what the value is, what the monetary dollar per network station is. There's a tangible dollar amount to that. You can't tell me an incoming freshman who doesn't have any recognition other than as a guy that's listed on the ESPN Top 100 has marketable value. Some places use it as a... Um, as prestige. There are business owners, alumni, boosters, and such that use it as, I've got this guy. It is it is the uh, monetary measuring stick, if you will, if you know what I'm talking about, um, for some of these businesses, some of these boosters, and some of these alumni. Also, it is now being, you know, it was never supposed to be used as a specific recruiting tool, but we all know that it is. We all know that it is. And it just depends on who does it better, bigger. And, and and this is the other thing. And, Ben, jump in here, but I thought about this. Uh, I, was got, I got into this discussion when we were out in Sturgis, and I never brought it up, and I probably should have. But uh, you remember in the beginning when Nick Saban kind of threw shade at Texas A&M, and he talked about buying a team, okay, which he's not far off. They probably are. But – This is the way I now see this. Guys like Nick Saban who have been on top, Ohio State. Ryan Day was blatant about it. So he, he, on one hand, you hate it. On the other hand, it's brilliant. Nick Saban thinks, you know what? I'm Alabama. I'm Nick Saban. I get the best kids in the country because I'm Nick Saban and because it's Alabama. Period. That's it. That's the way he's recruited. If you want to come here, you want to be the best, you want to have a legitimate shot at winning a championship and getting recognized, come to Alabama. That's that. You don't need to go into any living room in America with any more cachet than that, right? Am I wrong on that? No. Uh, I kind of saw it as a warning more than anything because Saban does this where he did it 10 years ago when Clemson and other programs started to spread it out and really pass the football. He said, is this really what we want college football to be? And many took that as Saban's being stubborn. He wants it to be his brand. But then all he did was completely change what he did and continue winning national titles with, you know, Mac Jones to a, right. an up-tempo RPO offense. I think that's what he's doing here, saying, is this really what we want college football to be? Because I'll go dominate it anyway, but it's going to become unfair for everybody else. Correct. So... The other aspect of that, I would say, is when Nick Saban talks about the monetary aspect of buying teams, money is green no matter where it spends. And on one hand, Nick Saban can say, I've got enough boosters, Alabama's and SEC people are crazy. I've got a, uh, I'm, I'm like the Saudis. I've got an endless supply of money here. We can go buy players. But also... It's no longer about just being at Alabama. It's about the cash. And if you've got a guy on the hook that, say, 
wants to go to Texas A&M, LSU, wants to go to Florida, wants to go to UCLA, USC, Ohio State, whatever. Now it's about the cash. Who can spend more? And Nick Saban, I think the fact is that he can't stand the thought of being bought out. Just simply outbid. It's, it's, sometimes, yeah, it's about the cachet of winning a championship. But there's a lot of kids now that are looking at it as, man, I, I can make 150000 here and get a car, or I can go to Alabama and get 97000 here because that's what they value me at, and I'm probably not going to get a car. You've just been outbid. And so he's, so even though cachet of possibly winning a championship going with Alabama, I think Nick Saban looked at it as money is going to even the playing field for some of these recruits because they are all, they're going to be all about the money. They're all about the cash. And I think that's where some of this is coming from when you get into the dissension of the way the NIL package has been set up, or lack thereof. I mean, because let's be honest, I mean, I don't even, you know, Barry Alvarez said it best. Somebody's got to regulate this. And if not the NCAA, then who? You know, right now, they're just, they've blown the doors off. There is, there, it's no limit. And eventually, the market is going to correct itself for some of the crazy money being spent and some of the things that are being done. Eventually, it's going to happen where you're going to get a couple of businesses that are going to say, you know what? I put all this money into this kid. One, maybe he gets hurt, doesn't play. Two, eh. Uh, the team doesn't win. Uh, the guy doesn't get played. He's not the prospect that everybody thought he was going to be. Uh, I didn't get my bang for my buck. And eventually the market will correct itself. But for those stars, that market is always going to be there. Always going to be there. But for the mid-level, lower-level guys, yeah, it's it's not going to be it's not going to be as over the top as it is because not only, like I said before, did the light start to creep out of the Pandora's box. I mean, it came flying out. It was just a deluge, and eventually the money's going to begin to correct itself. But some of those things uh, really starting to become prevalent, and I was reading a little bit about this morning. Uh, Let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break. Got a lot of good stuff coming up today on the program. As always, got a lot of good stuff coming up today on the program. So like I said, Paul Charchian is going to be here. We're going to talk with him uh, today. So looking for uh, some good fantasy football questions. As you now get ready, as you now get ready, for uh, for your fantasy football leagues. Also, Todd Rosiak is going to be joining us, talking to Brewers baseball. So we've got all that coming up today. Stay tuned. We've got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. We are broadcasting live. We are here at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson in Oconomowoc, right off of 67, right next to the Dockhounds new stadium. Stop on by. If you're looking for a new bike, you're looking for parts, you're looking for service, you're looking for the best damn party in the state of Wisconsin this coming weekend on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, there is no better place to be than right here at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. 23 different bands. Our motorcycle ride landing here on Sunday. It is going to be a blast. Vendors, tents food trucks it's all going on with two different stages right here at wisconsin harley davidson stay tuned we got a lot more of the bill michael show coming up right after this this is the bill michael show on the wisconsin sports zone radio network Yeah. 
Hopefully uh, you're enjoying your Thursday afternoon on this, the first day of September. Still can't believe it. Still can't believe we're sitting here uh, at September 1st. It seems like the summer has just, I mean, I say this every year, don't get me wrong, but it seems like the summer has just completely flown by, just flown by. Man, oh, man. Uh, not that I'm depressed or anything because we got football on the horizon. That's uh, college football's kicking off tonight. you got a week without pro football. As all teams get ready to ramp up for the uh, the opener uh, coming up next week for the NFL. But uh, for, uh, you know, football enthusiasts, you got a big weekend of college football coming up. And Ben, ben Kenny, are you watching any – is there any one game other than the Badgers that you go, oh, yeah, i got to pay attention to that? There's probably one in every single time slot. Uh, it starts tonight. First pit West Virginia, the old uh, backyard brawl. They haven't played that in 11 years, which is crazy. That's at six tonight. Really? Uh, and then Purdue Penn yeah. State is the one I'm watching tonight. Uh, big time game for both teams. They're unranked, but they both have the path and the schedule and the teams to contend for uh, the Big Ten if everything goes right. Then obviously you have Wisconsin Saturday mm-hmm. night. But uh, Saturday midday, you're talking about uh, Oregon against Georgia, uh, two top 11 teams that's going to be in Atlanta, and then also Florida and Utah. Utah visits Florida to kick off their season, which is going to be a crazy one. College football that I'm looking forward to. Yeah, there's a lot of good college football that I'm looking forward to. Is is any of the minor game now, I I know most people don't give it two dams about some of the minor games. I mean, obviously, Oklahoma State and Central Michigan, nobody's really paying that much attention to her. Wake Forest and VMI, nobody really gives too much. uh, But, you know, I'm looking forward to, like, Friday night, Michigan State and Western Michigan. Because it's a standalone game on Friday night, you know? Yeah, uh, Minnesota against New Mexico State. Jerry Kill, former Minnesota head coach, his return to Minnesota. Mm -hmm, Right. uh, Wisconsin also plays New Mexico State in a couple weeks, so we might see a little bit from that team. I just, honestly, I'm looking forward to all of it. I don't care if Michigan wins by 80. I'm amped for it. Um, Real quick, Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos have agreed to a five-year contract extension. It's worth $245 million. 165 of it guaranteed. Now, well, why is that significant? That's right. You know, because there you go. Rock. Um, from the moment the Broncos landed Russell Wilson, uh, general manager George uh, Patton, he insisted the team's goal was to sign him, okay, to a long-term extension. So we understand that. $245 million. Now, this is one thing you're kind of thinking about because we all know that Sean Watson got $230 million all guaranteed. All guaranteed. Wilson, who is 33 years old, now under contract with the Broncos through 2028 for a total of $296 million. So don't forget Lamar Jackson sitting out there who says, after the season starts, I'm done. We're not talking anymore. But the the Baltimore Ravens have been in discussions with him and apparently have not offered him anywhere near what he thinks he's worth. So Deshaun Watson gets $230 million guaranteed, which is a chunk of change. $165 million guaranteed to Russell Wilson. So now, if indeed the contract has kind of, the contract status has kind of reset itself, 
what is Lamar Jackson worth? $265 million, $270 million with how much guaranteed? Would you go 170 180 guaranteed? Because the Ravens have to think about this now because $230 million guaranteed was Deshaun Watson. Russell Wilson, who has a ring and has, has played pretty much pretty well throughout his career consistently, he's getting a certain amount of money. So somewhere in between, you would assume Lamar Jackson is going to fall, Right. So, what, Ben, what, is, what do you think the market now bears for Lamar Jackson, who was looking for a ton of guaranteed money, similar to what Deshaun Watson got, but now Russell Wilson, aging at 33, gets a, a lesser amount of guaranteed money, but more overall money. What does that make Lamar Jackson now? I It's so hard to fathom because Lamar doesn't have an agent. He is trying to negotiate his own contract right. here. I can't see him getting the guaranteed money that Deshaun Watson did. I could see something framed like the Wilson contract with less guaranteed, but still that big number because he is one of the premier quarterbacks. And I mean, he kind of is the Ravens at this point. Right. So you got to figure they would have to if if you're going to make Lamar. See, see, I agree with you, but Lamar Jackson still has his legs, still has that upside. Even though we have seen him miss a majority of last season with injury, you you got to think that he's going to be pushing for two hundred and fifty million dollars, and anywhere between a hundred and sixty and two hundred and twenty guaranteed, right? Because that's the direction that the market is now going for quarterbacks in the NFL. And he's considered one of the premier quarterbacks having an MVP in his back pocket. Is that is that sound about right where he's at? Yeah. What's weird is you even have a guy so. like Kyler Murray up there uh, making the third most in terms of average annual value this season. So it's skewed a bit even where I would take Lamar Jackson over Kyler Murray. I'd probably take him over Deshaun Watson putting aside uh, all of the other stuff on the side there. So, yeah, I, he is one of the premier ones. And when the others, uh, even the up-and-comers that aren't there yet are getting the money, you have to think he rises up to that level. So the top five highest-paid quarterbacks, Rodgers, Wilson, Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, does he fall? Does Lamar Lamar Jackson fall into those categories? I mean, in, in Kyler Murray's terms, I absolutely think so. Kyler Murray is $46.1 million on average and has played like an MVP, but only for the most part half a season or maybe a little bit better than half a season in his career. So where does Lamar Jackson fit? you got to think that he is on average better than Kyler Murray. At least that's what I'm sure if he's going to the bargaining table, he's saying, this is what I'm worth. Here's Kyler Murray. He hasn't won jack. He's done nothing but bitch, moan, and whine. I've at least been an MVP and proven it. So it's going to be interesting to see what Lamar Jackson ends up getting. And now with another contract being signed, what the uh, the Baltimore Ravens are going to do and where they're going to come in as far as their offer goes, which is, you know, looming. It's on the horizon. 877-867-1670. Man, this is good stuff today. A lot of activity, a lot of action going on here at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. If you haven't uh, seen it over on the Bud Light live stream, you can. A lot of things happening. 
uh, you know, trucks pulling in, people unloading, vendors unloading, all that kind of stuff. There's a lot of action uh, as you look now uh, here in the uh, Bud Light Sports Bar and with the uh, North Stage off into the background. Cars and trucks passing by, people getting all their signage up and such, because all of this opens up tomorrow for uh, the state's biggest party for the uh, Harley Hometown Rally right here at Wisconsin Harley Davidson. So swing on by and say hello. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Harley-Davidson in Oconomowoc at Highway 67. Right off of the highway, right next to the Dock Hounds new stadium. You can't miss either from the highway. Both of them are uh, very visible. On the south side of the highway, by the way. Come on by, but tomorrow it kicks off the uh, biggest party for Liberty Weekend, which is the hometown rally. Uh, a lot of Harley-Davidson riders, motorcycle riders of all types. It doesn't matter if it's Harley or not. All welcome coming up on Sunday. This coming Sunday down at MKE Brewing, uh, we launch our 15th annual Big Unipoker Run benefiting Fisher House, Wisconsin. And just so many people have reached out that are coming. The pre-registration continues to grow. I encourage you to get that done. Go to uh, fisherhousewi.org, fisherhousewi.org. Click on the events page, scroll down. And you'll see a little blue link underneath the picture that says register here. And that's where you go to get registered. Uh, you've got a Facebook fan page to go to and such. But uh, for, mo- for more information and all of uh, the, uh, the ability to register, go to fisherhousewi.org. And then click on the, uh, the events page and then scroll down. And you'll see register here in a small dark blue link. And you go there and get registered and we're going to be good to go. Uh, wake up. Fox 6 Wake Up Morning News is going to be covering us uh, on Sunday as well. So we're appreciative to Fox 6, uh, whether it's the guys over there, Tom Walks and company, or our buddy Drew Burgoyne, who continues to tell me, Bill, looks like the weather's going to be spectacular. Sunny and 77 coming up on Sunday. Sunny, you can't really rooting for the weather uh, as well. Uh, Getting back at it, uh, a lot of people chiming in over on the Bud Light live stream. And uh, a little bit of discussion going on about uh, the Milwaukee Brewers and uh, Brewers being dead of the water outside of Yelich being an MVP from, uh, you know, 17 and 18. There hasn't been another standout from those postseason teams. Um, and it goes on and on and on. The uh, And by the way, to all of you who watched the Bud Light live stream last night in the huddle, thank you. Uh, we had a great time doing it. And I know a lot of people really enjoyed that. Everybody always enjoys when Mike comes on and we get a chance to share stories. So uh, last night was a, was a lot of fun and a lot of sharing of information regarding the Green Bay Packers. But regarding the Brewers and, and the, uh, the dead-in-the-water comment, I don't think so. I don't think they're dead in the water. Now, I, let me say this. I am not by any stretch of the imagination saying that they've got this uh, you know, overwhelming shot to climb back in it, win the division, and then do a lot of damage in the postseason. Uh, as Ben, you put it yesterday, hey, if they get into the postseason, at least they would then be facing teams with winning records where they've actually fared a little bit better, right? Yeah, as long as they can avoid the Pirates and the Cubs, a, a World Series run is possible. There's a percentage there. Even the, yeah, even the Reds to a certain extent. Remember that series where they had that 10-game stretch against the Pirates and the Reds, and I think they won three or four of those games, and that was it. It was, it was almost disheartening. 
when they went into Pittsburgh, Boston, obviously, uh, when they lost to Josh Hader right after that series in the trade. So, yeah, no, I, I, I agree that uh, if they, for whatever reason, it's like almost, you know, sometimes people say, well, they play down to the competition. I don't know necessarily in baseball that you can. And the only way you can play down to the competition is if your pitcher simply lets you down. That's it. Because otherwise you, you know, or pitchers, because otherwise how, you know, I I could see if you're going up there thinking you're just going to get a hit, being way overconfident, thinking, you know, it's, it's first pitch fastball right down Wisconsin Avenue every damn day of the week. I, I get it if you're, if you throw strategy out the window, but I, I, I don't know about playing down to the competition as fans. We look at it as, oh, my God, you got beat by the Cubs. Oh, my God, the Pirates beat you. You know, that I understand. But for the most part, you know, it's it's very difficult to, quote, play down to your competition. You can be shell-shocked when you leave there and you lose two out of three to a bad team that can't get out of its own way. Sure. Knowing that you also coughed up a game in the division. Absolutely. But it's very difficult to play down to the competition. Um Ted says they can make attending games less expensive so more people can actually enjoy and love those games. Use more of it to improve field conditions, better equipment, and safety for the players. Players should make less in-game money, less guaranteed money, uh, than their main money with endorsements. And that's Ted talking about the contract that Russell Wilson has just signed, going over to the football side of things when you talk about player safety and such. Um, The player is going to make as much as the market bears and as much as a team is willing to give them. This is the never-ending cycle. This is the never-ending cycle. It, because this is where you, you come into labor dis, uh, disputes and such. Because owners, like the Haslams over in Cleveland, fell on their effing head when they gave Deshaun Watson that contract. Now, maybe in five years it pans out and he brings them a title and all is right with the world, and they'll say we could have never put a price on this title. Okay, maybe that'll then work out, and I'll have to eat my words. But you gave a guy with this much controversy, hasn't played and will not play for almost two full seasons, guaranteed money of $230 million. Uh, Completely against the grain of every other team in the National Football League, and thus in doing so, then raising the bar exponentially, for people with projected talent, but who have yet proven nothing. Because Deshaun Watson's good. We've seen it. But he's not great. He's not in that pantheon of greatness by any stretch of the imagination. But yet you gave him money as if he's already won a Super Bowl. And it's crazy money. So uh, going back to my original point, players will take what the owners give them. And they'll press the issue and press the issue and press the issue because they can. You and I would do it in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. If you had two, three, four people bidding on your services, companies bidding on your services, there's a lot to be said about quality of life. Okay? That I understand. But if all things come down equal, it's quality of life. After that, it's the money. If if your quality of life is going to be diminished, but you've got somebody else paying you, an exorbitant amount of money more. Suppose you're making 100 grand. Somebody offers you a raise and a different job for 110. You're like, oh, wait a minute, $10,000 more a year. Not huge in my paycheck, but it's recognition. It's a bump. It's a change. Yeah, I can go with that. 
until somebody else comes along that's a really crappy company you have you really don't want to go to but they offer you say 140,000 you're going to put up with a lot of crap and a lot of bad life involvement for for 35 45,000 dollars more a year you'll just do it that's what the NFL has become is in some cases it's just it's all about the money it's not about winning it's about the money it's about the situation so Owners like Haslam fall on their head, raise the bar for everybody else, and now you're going to hear owners bemoaning the fact that they're paying too much in salaries, the players are making too much of a portion of the proceeds, and excuse me, players are going to complain about the salary cap, and players like Aaron Rodgers, eventually other players will do the same thing about, you know, we cultivate these guys, and then we let them go when it, it comes time for them to get a contract. And these guys go off and produce in other places. We knew the kind of quality person we had. Well, yeah, I agree with you. But you can't afford everybody. You can't pay the giant salary and, oh, by the way, so then it becomes almost representative of players in a locker room can look at one guy and go, we got to leave because you're sucking up all the money because you're the important one. Which is why players say, hey, you got yours, I got to go get mine, which is the reason loyalty is there. And, and playing for a chance, it, it is in certain cases, but very rarely do you see a guy say, you know what, I'll take less money to stay here because I love this place. Usually it's about, hey, you got yours, I've got to set up my family. And now you're talking about contracts of 10, 15, 30, 50, 50 million dollars saying, I need to feed my family, I need to set my family up. How many families are you setting up at fifty million dollars? But that's the that's the that's the mentality that it is. You know, Rick says now the Kirk Cousins deal looks like a good one compared to the Deshaun Watson deal and the Jackson deal. The Vikings will never have cap space uh, that some of these other teams or will have cap space that some of these other teams won't have. I agree. It was it was obscene to give him ninety million guaranteed at first. And that kind of tore the tore the, the the you know the band-aid off of the wound that was hemorrhaging money to the point where now it's just we're going to give it to you guaranteed. And in essence, it's you're really starting to climb the slippery slope if your owner's in the NFL. So I 100% agree. 100% agree. 877-867-167. We've got a lot more broadcasting live out here at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. We're brought to you by our friends over there at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Pella, they have got a, a deal going on right now. And I know we flipped the calendar page. Oh, and it's killing me. And it's going to be in, a, in the 80s today. It's in September. But you know what comes after September? Uh, October. And you know the cold winds are going to start to blow. You know it. It's coming. So why not order now? And lock it in. Ten years, 2.99%. Make your home more economical. Make your home more beautiful. Make your home more valuable. In in one fell swoop, all those things can be accomplished. And, oh, by the way, your house is secure with locking windows, locking doors, better entry systems and such. All from our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. And see for yourself what it is I've been talking about for a long, long time. Lock it in now. They'll come out to your house. It, you can set up the in free, by the way, free in-home consultation. Lock it in. They'll come out to your house. They'll measure. They'll bring the samples. They'll bring the hardware. You can pick everything out. You can sign, a, sign the deal if you want. If you don't, take some time to think about it. But they'll come out and get you all measured up. And then, then, when you go, I got you, let's do this, then they're going to come out and measure again just to make sure. 
And then they're going to go ahead and have those things custom manufactured, custom assembled, custom then installed with a warranty and uh, get you on your way and make your house perfect for winter. Good stuff from our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Or call them, 855-PELLA-WI. That is 855-PELLA-WI. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. There's rapid fire plays, and the play clock is on, and there's live reactions and adjustments in real time. And because of that, you know, we're, we're going to have to be patient with 87 and 9. On defense, Brian Goodikins was asked, how did safety Micah Abernathy come into camp late and manage to earn a roster spot? Well, the Packers GM announced that actually he had just been released to make way for former Cardinals and Eagles safety Ruby Ford to help out on special teams. Talk about a guy that took, you know, took advantage of his opportunities. And I'll just kind of get this out here now. So we, we signed Rudy Ford um, today, and so we will release Micah today, and he'll go on um, on waivers today. Uh, we're hoping we'll get him back to the practice squad as well. So Abernathy moved to the practice squad, while Matt LaFleur has to coach up Ruby Ford and the Jaguars' Benji Franklin. Both those guys, you know, there was a lot of discussion over the last 24 hours in terms of, of what we're going to do, and, you know, we feel excited to get them part of our team. Now we have to get them ingrained in our culture and, and how we do things around here and the standards that are that the guys have set in that locker room. That's Packers head coach Matt LaFleur in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels Show. I'll tell you this, when you're on the road, one of the great places to go in the state of Wisconsin, thank God we have them here, is our friends at Quick Trip. Don't forget, use your Quick Rewards card. I was uh, This morning was really weird because uh, I, I got here really early, and here's the reason why. So last night we left um, uh, the Wisconsin State Fair Park and got home, I guess, about 11, 11.30, something like that. Uh, got up this morning at 5, and because the lot here at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson is completely closed off, uh, and it's only for delivery trucks. I had to get the equipment in. So I jumped in a truck this morning, drove over here, dropped the equipment off by about 6.30, quarter to 7, then had to go back home. And the reason being is is because I rode the motorcycle over here today. I bought some new bags. I bought some drop-down bags to match the new Harley that I bought. And so they said, yeah, if you get it over here while you're on the air, we'll put the bags on for you and get it all taken care of. They've got a lot going on in service, but they want to get they wanted to get it done. And make it look decent for the motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday. So I had to go home, change clothes, get the the riding stuff on, jump on the bike, and then get back over here to set all the equipment up and the cameras up and all that kind of stuff. But in the meantime, on my way, I knew today I don't have a refrigerator. I'm not sitting at home in a studio. So I don't have everything I normally have. And I went, oh, crap, I I, got to go get stuff. Right up the street is a quick trip. Oh, my goodness. Got one breakfast sandwich. Got my Arizona tea. Got a big water. I'm good to go. So thank God we got Quick Trip around here. And oh, by the way, I filled up the bike too. So I, I'm excited. I can't wait to ride this weekend, to have fun this weekend. But to also, they took care of care of me in the nourishment department in this weekend, Quick Trip did. And don't forget, when you go in, use your Quick Rewards card. Still some time if you're going to play the uh, the Mountain Dew tab game. You can 
get yourself uh, maybe some cash and some prizes along the way. And if you use your Quick Rewards card, you get even more entries. Good stuff from our friends over there at Quick Trip. Uh, 877-867-1670, If you want to give us a shout, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Uh, coming up later today, Todd Rosiak is going to be joining us. We're going to talk some Brewers baseball. Coming up in about an hour and ten minutes from now, the charge. Paul Charchin is going to be here. We're going to hear him, uh, his thoughts, and get your questions in. I know many of you have questions regarding uh, fantasy football. So go ahead and start getting them in, and we will take care of them and try to get as many of the questions as we can on the air. So if you've got uh, you know an area in which you want to go, a person that you want to choose, a player you want to choose, or maybe you're not sure about, or maybe you're going to buy and sell and all that kind of stuff in keeper leagues, get it all together and get it in, and we'll get it on for you the best we can. Uh, I, I know real quick – the uh, there's a couple of things going on. Um, the live tour, and I, I don't want to bring it up and harp on it too much, but uh, the live tour uh, is uh, there's golfers. Open champion Cameron Cameron Smith says it's not fair. Live golfers are not getting ranking points. I I don't know if if Joe Dirt makes me want to move the needle at all. You know, um, I understand. Yeah, here, Ben, on one hand, I get it. They're playing in some of these tournaments, and they're not getting points because of the jump to live. On the other hand, you knew you weren't getting points when you jumped to live, and you signed the contract anyway. Isn't it post-mortem bitching just a bitch because you want the money and the points too? Yep, 100%. Uh, and they don't get the points not because it's live. It's because the tournaments do not fulfill the basic criteria that all other tournaments around the world, you know, hold with 72 holes, a cut Correct. and other things. It's just objectively not the same type of golf. So I'm with you 100 percent. You're always you're always looking for 148 golfers to fight their way to the top, to make the cut, to be there on Saturday and Sunday and to beat all of the best. They've got some names on live but a lot of those guys, some of them are washed up. Some of them haven't really done a lot other than just be a name. And like Cameron Smith, who the hell was Cameron Smith two years ago? You know, I mean, there's some other golfers there that have jumped. That Okay, maybe they're up-and-comers. You never know. But there's other up-and-comers now on the PGA Tour. And week in and week out, for the most part, you're fighting yourself into the best situation, you know? You're 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 really kind of doing your part to get past the the rest of the golfers on tour. You're not you know it, it, I don't know. It's just when these guys comp- when they go to live and they jump for the money and then on top of it they complain that oh by the way we're not getting the points. Well, you know that when you took the money, that's on you. You know that's like that's like working here at Harley Davidson, and every year you get the employee you know pricing. And then you go, you know what? I don't want to work for Harley-Davidson anymore for whatever reason. I want to go work for Indian. But you still want to buy a Harley-Davidson, and you still want the employee discount. It doesn't work that way. You can't be that big of a magnanimous, cranious, rectitude, inverted dumbass. It just doesn't happen that way. And oh, by the way, when you got a really bad mullet and a bad mustache, shut up. Oh, our Hell kid yeah. here in the state of Wisconsin has a better mullet. Better mullet than that guy does let's do this we're going to step away we're going to take a quick break i'm going to recompose myself and then we're going to come back hang in there three more hours of the
The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.